Hello and welcome to episode 99 of The Pen Addict, a weekly show where we discuss pens, paper, and the analogue tools that we love so dearly. My name is Mike Hurley, and my guest today, well, he's got 99 pencils, but a Bic ain't one. It's Mr. Brad Dowdy. <laughs> Yes! <laughs> Thank you so much to at CamSmith25 on Twitter for suggesting that incredible intro. Maybe one of my favorites. That may be one. That's definitely like a top fiver, if not one of the best. So ever. good. So good. He sent me and I was like, how can I not use that? Simple, clear, and on topic. Awesome. So this is awesome. the real episode 99, not that fake episode 99 that I mentioned last week. Yeah, way to go. Way to confuse people. I know, right? Especially, especially the way we've been pimping the episode 100. You don't want to get people confused. Yep. Who hired this guy? <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah. Uh, one more episode until till the big the big giveaway episode. And um, I try not to talk about it too much on Twitter because then that just... I get people going. Well, how can I enter? Well, we're not we're not there yet. <laughs> Simmer down. Huge so I need week. to not talk like, about it as much, right? Huge. Like, so huge. There's so much, just so much stuff happening next week, and it's gonna it's be pretty, a cra- it's gonna be crazy. It's gonna be crazy. But we got good stuff to cover this week before we even get there. We actually got a pretty full up episode uh, this time around. So uh, let's go with some follow up from um, I don't know, maybe I don't know. It hadn't even been ten episodes ago. I didn't look at the old episode number where we discussed a Kickstarter project called Draft. Do you remember mm-hmm. this? Um, I do. Mike, they so draft uh, launched on Kickstarter, you know. And Mike and I talked about it on, yeah, I forget what episode. We'll have to go back and find episode it. But still, episode seventy-seven it was that long ago, huh? Yep. Wow, these things fly by. So anyway, what draft is? If you're not familiar with it, was what they pr- proposed to be was a notebook subscription service where they would send you X amount of notebooks over X amount of time is really just, you know, it was basically, I think it boiled down to what they want to do is one notebook per month. And what you got with that was a free scanning service for you to send your notebook back. You fill up, they ship you your notebook, you fill it up, you send it back, they scan it in and it becomes available digitally in an app that they are also designing. You also get free access to that app. So pretty good in theory. Um, I, I kind of like the uh, general idea of it, but they had a lot of flaws in this Kickstarter project in the way that they had set it up. There were too many people had too many questions. It was basically too rigid of a design. Yeah, I remember we put, had a lot of questions. Yeah, it was, it was too rigid of a design, right? If you're getting one notebook a month, you know, I can't fill up a notebook in a month. I don't fill up a field notes in a month usually. Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. And these notebooks are much larger. Um, so I think most of the questions resol- revolved around that. And they tried to make some changes on the fly on the Kickstarter um, to mitigate the subscription model and where you could just buy a notebook. And when you fill with that notebook, you can send it back. Anyway, it ended up they ended up canceling the project because I think there was just, you know, it was – there were too many what ifs and how do I do that and you know, a little bit, little bit too many questions about it. So what they did was they pulled that down and they went and relaunched it and called it Mod Notebooks. And it's not even a Kickstarter project. It's just basically a website now where you can go, you can order a notebook, um, 
I don't even know if you can subscribe anymore. I think you just order the notebook, and when you order the notebook, that comes with the you're paying for the scanning service and for the digitization of it and the access in the app when you're done. So for people who are interested in that draft um, Kickstarter project and were interested in something like this and thought it was a good idea, it's now back as mod notebooks. Still U.S. only. Is it really? Oh, yep. they, they actually they've been uh, tweeting that like one of the top things on their on their list is um, to get some uh, European. Um, they I think they need a scanning partner over there. I think is the hang up right now, and that's I'll the, just like use, the, I'll do it. I'll just use my Doxy Flip. I'll do it for all of Europe. Just hit me up, yep. people. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'll do it for you. No problem. Yeah, so that's the thing. That's the uh, things that people are trying to balance with this project is, okay, well, I can just, number one, I can just scan it myself. Um, but, you know, I, I think the the selling point for them scanning it is to directly put it into the app, as long as the app looks good and, you know, functions well. But, you know, a lot of other people will just take, um, you know, like you're saying, your doxy flip and scan it in themselves, put it in Evernote or whatever. But, you know, their their app is set to sync with Evernote and Dropbox and OneNote and, and things like that. So they've thought about a lot of the things. I'm still, my only hang up and why I, I'm, I'm not, you know, a bunch of people are, are definitely into this, but I'm not really into it because my notebook's still private to me and I don't care about letting someone else see what's in my notebook even they really are not going to care. I know in my mind, you know, they're not going to care. You know, they're someone's in there doing a job scanning the notebook. They're not going to be sitting there reading it. But still, you know, I don't want to, you know, profess my love to Mike mm-hmm. in in poetry form, and you know, have um, Joe the scanner um, decide, you know, that's poster material and hang it up on the wall in their shop. You know? um, I also, it's still a thing for me, even though I don't do anything with them like the notebook just being destroyed or whatever, recycled. Yeah, now they're not doing that anymore. You're saying you want that or you don't want that? I want it back. Yeah, so that's that's that that was one of the other hang-ups originally. This one, you have an option to get it back. Okay. So, yeah. Do you pay Before, for that or how does that work? Um, Do you know? If you don't know, fine. Be, I want to say it might be extra. Which would make to, sense, I mean... To ship back. It I think you just pay for the shipping to get it back. Yeah, I mean, it wouldn't bug me if I had to do that. Like, because if, yeah. that's, if that's an additional thing, then fine. Yeah, so the thing before. Yeah, have the notebook draft. recycled or returned to you. It's your choice. That's what it says. It doesn't say that it costs any more, but whether it does yep. or it doesn't, you can do that now, which yep. I think is a benefit. Like, uh, I don't know. As well, the type of thing that they're kind of suggesting you should do in this book, like plan your next big project, mm-hmm. I want the book back. Because if I do plan my million-dollar project in this book, mm-hmm. I want the book. Yep. Exactly. Like, I still have all my notebooks from when I was planning 70 decibels. I have those. And that's important to me that I keep those. Exactly. Like, I have all of the sketches of what I wanted the website to look like and my right. original ideas for what I wanted all my shows to be and my goals. Like, I have a some notebooks where it has some goals in them and I look at the goals and how long ago I achieved those goals now. Like the five-year goals and I have achieved them. You know, it's just little things like that. 
Exactly. And yeah, the old the draft Kickstarter project was a um, destructive scanning process. They took the notebook apart to scan it. Now they do not do that anymore. Um, they've they've sorted that out and are not going to be um, essentially tearing the pages out of the notebook to get the scanning done. So they've designed the notebook to where, you know, it'll scan it. It opens flat to to be scanned. It's not destructive. So, yeah, I know um, Patrick Rohn ordered one. So we'll have to check it out. Um and see what he thinks when he gets it and goes through the scanning process and all that stuff. So anyway, for those who were interested in uh, the draft Kickstarter, it's now back available with a little bit um, better setup, I think, uh, if you will, for those who are interested. Now, last week, I was going to talk about some new inks that I got in, and we ran out of time a little bit. But that's okay because we had Ed on and it was a great episode. But I just wanted to mention that I got in some Ackerman inks. Are you familiar with these, Mike? I think we've spoken about them before. Yeah, I've kind of spoken about them because I've had some samples in. It's a uh, it's a Dutch brand. Um, I think they're out of The Hague in the Netherlands, I think is where their shop is. It's essentially a shop, a fountain pen shop, and they have these great inks. What people like about them, well, not only are the inks awesome, but the bottles are amazing. Um, they're these really, God, what, for lack of a better term, shapely bo- uh, bottles, I should say, not boxes, bottles. Um, it kind of has like a large base, and then you tip the, the base over into like a filling section in the top, and that top is sealed off by a, like a glass marble um, to keep the the ink up at the top, so where you can fill your pen without having to get way down into the bottom Gosh, of the genius. ink bottle. <laughs> it's really great, and it works awesomely. That drives me crazy. <laughs> it totally fills up. I mean, you can fill when you tip it over, and then flip it back down, and the marble seals it off. I mean, the ink level is like to the tippy top of the glass, so you, it's super easy to fill. It's a genius <laughs> idea. Tippy top is that what we're going with? <laughs> I'm just checking. <laughs> I guess we have our show title, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, tippy top. Do the tippy top. But anyway, they um, the ink colors are fantastic. I got the I bought two bottles through a fountain pit, and it's the hardest part about these inks is getting them because they really just sell them through their shop. But um, I think you can also order them through Van S Pens. Um which I'll, we can check the URL and put that in the show notes. I think that's a U.S. distributor. Um, but in the U.K., I think you can just order straight from the, the Ackerman and from the Ackerman site. But shipping is obviously um, pretty tough for those here in the U.S. So I was actually part of a group buy where on the Fountain Pen Network where I think like 10 of us went in and bought a bunch of bottles. I bought two bottles. I bought – they're tagged with a number and a name. I bought number eight. It's – oh, man, I'm going to butcher this. Deep. Doing water blau, which is basically kind of a <laughs> good work, <laughs> a blue, buddy. <laughs> yeah, a blue black, and then number twenty-eight, Hofquartier Grun, which is a really bright green. That's excellent. That's maybe the. It's definitely going to be my favorite green. Uh, I love the green. We need um, the uh, uh, urban inks. I know yeah. they need to. Ackerman needs to come up with a video. Uh, a pronunciation video like uh, G, herbal, G- and uh, to come up with this. So, 
anyway, I'll be doing some reviews of these inks on the blog coming up soon. And uh, I just wanted to mention that because they're really um, sought after in the right word because pretty much anyone can get them, but they're not the easiest thing to get. So it's um, it's something I want to have out there for people to see if you know it's, it's worth um, researching for themselves and, and getting some of the inks. One of the theories, though, Mike, behind this ink, which I find interesting, is that these are actually just uh diamine inks repackaged and renamed Ooh, it's a conspiracy oh really that's the theory there's all kinds of articles written about um how these are these match exactly to certain uh diamine colors or diamine colors so yeah i don't have the full listing but that's where the did theory you say, and, yeah. uh, what did you say you could get them from where did you say that they were vaness pens v-a-n-e-s-s like and, um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yep. I don't know if they always have them in stock, but they're one of the only places I know, at least in the U.S. V a n n e s s. Okay, uh, something like yeah? that. Sure. Okay, cool. Vaness nineteen thirty eight dot com. There you go. That's them. So sometimes they have those inks in, and you can get them from them. So check them out. Um, but the colors are great so far. Loving them. And um, I will do some reviews soon. You, but uh, yeah. the 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 bottle is awesome. I mean, this is one of those that you'll you'll definitely keep the bottle when you're done with it, just because it's so cool. You could refill it. For the stuff. Yep. Cool. Now, did you see this next link I put in the show notes? Nope. Have you clicked on it yet? I'm about to do it right now. Click on it, and um, I know you're not a big necessarily a big vanishing point guy, but someone sent me this link earlier this week and I'm sorry I didn't write down who someone tweeted it to me there's apparently new vanishing points coming out in May it's called the vanishing point metallic these are pretty slick I don't like it um well you're not you're not necessarily hugest fan of the vanishing point either anymore that's true right I mean you would never you would never order this pen maybe that's why right um but I like the metallic I like the blue actually um some of the other colors I don't like but what it is is I think most people are familiar with the gunmetal model that they came out with a year or two ago where it's a gray body, but it's got the black accessories. It's, you know, the black knock and the black seams and the black clip. Um, basically like the matte black parts, except the barrel in this case is has metallic finishes. Um, they have a blue, orange, green, and purple, and red. Um, I think they're pretty good looking. I actually still like the the one I the one I've been thinking about buying is actually the one I call the Stormtrooper one. It's got the black, it's got the black accessories, but it's an all white body um, with the black clip and knock and things like that. I think it looks pretty cool. I would probably order that before this. Um, and despite the fact there is an orange one, um, I think the blue one looks really good. I think that might be a consideration. So we'll see. This is one I'd have to see in person, I think, um, because they actually they photograph really well. Um, this is on uh, – I'm looking at this on goldspot.com. I didn't really look around. This is the link someone sent me. I haven't seen any pictures or links of them before this was sent to me um, a couple of days ago, but it looks – I think they look great. And I, they're, they're going to do – these are going to sell really well, I'm pretty sure. Um, so I'll be interested to see these when I can actually get one in my hands and check it out. But I wanted to uh, mention that for anyone who is looking for a vanishing point, there might be some new options coming out there pretty soon. Um, when's your birthday, Mike? 
January the 31st. Oh, so we just missed it. Just missed it, yeah. Man, that's unfortunate. That's unfortunate because... When's your birthday, Brad? When is your birthday? uh, August 21st. So there's still time for you. There's still time for me to get the fountain pen and ink cake. Did you see this thing? (laughs) I did, yeah. (laughs) So Stephen Owen, at Stephen Owen on Twitter, sent Mike and I a picture of his birthday cake. And we will have this in the show notes, and you have to check it out because it's a birthday cake. And on the top of the birthday cake is a Platinum 3776 and a bottle of Orochizuku Yamabudo in whatever cake, whatever. What's the sugar material called that they form some of these shapes out of? Icing. I know it's the icing, but there's a, there's actually material to get these shapes. But it's basically yes, they're basically icing, uh, pen, uh, fountain pen, and bottle of ink. And it's not just; it's very well done. Um, it's extremely well done, actually. Um, to, it surprised me at first. I thought that he was this was just a picture of, you know, someone's idea, or so he found it at some cake shop or something. But this is actually his birthday cake, and it's really cool. It's really well done. Um. What what pen and ink would you have on your birthday cake, Mike? Mm, I would definitely have uh, Iroshizuku Fuyugaki and maybe... Mm, I'll probably go with my Pelican just because they're my favorites. Mm-hmm. What about you? Yeah. What would you have? I'd probably have to have my Edison Menlo, my 3D Menlo, just because I think it would look cool. Different, different colors, different mm-hmm. uh, flavors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, different colors, red and blue ink. Yeah, I'd probably have to have a bottle of a Roshizuku. It's it's filled with uh, Roshizuku Shinkai as it is right now, so that's uh, pretty much my go-to my go-to setup: the Menlo and the Shinkai. So yeah, I think that's what I'd go with. So <laughs> that's pretty cool. Thanks for sending that, Stephen. I, I I I was kind of taken aback by it. It's real. It's really neat. So I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have thought of doing that, but uh, someone did a good job for him there. Mm-hmm. All right, so we got a lot, a lot more to uh, to talk about, and uh, a pretty, pretty sizable topic that I want to discuss this week mm. in the new field notes release. So, uh, oh, you would like to talk about it, would, would. you? Ha ha ha! <laughs> I didn't even mean that, mm-hmm. but I'll, I'll do better next time. <laughs> so, no want to talk about us. our friends at Squarespace. I want to take a quick moment to thank our friends at Squarespace, as Brett mentioned, for sponsoring this week's episode of The Pen Addict. Squarespace are the all-in-one platform to make it fast and easy to create your own website. For a free trial and 10% off, go to squarespace.com. And when you're there, you want to use the offer code TALLYHO3. It's going to get you 10% off and... That's what you want, right? 10% off? That's awesome. Squarespace is constantly making sure that their platform is up to date. To do this, they add new features all the time. They're always adding new and improved designs and templates. And they're making sure that their support is always rock solid. Hey, Brad, you okay, buddy? (laughs) I think Brad got... Did you get your mute? mute, Uh, You got it the wrong way around, didn't you? Yeah, I hit the mute button once, and then I accidentally hit it again, and it came off, and I didn't notice that. Sorry. Squarespace makes Brad really emotional. So... (laughs) And the reason is because their templates are so beautiful. They bring tears to his eyes. Um, and these templates are so fantastic. And that what also makes Brad super happy that he gets a little bit teary is that they have so many style options that you can adjust. So it allows him and me to create our own space on the internet. It makes us individual, like little snowflakes. And you know, these, these things make Brad an emotional guy. 
Everything on Squarespace's platform is drag and drop, so it's really easy to add content from your desktop and you can easily rearrange elements of content within a page. Squarespace makes sure that your site looks fantastic on any and every device because all Squarespace uh, websites and templates come with their own unique mobile design too. You can easily connect with your favorite web and social services like Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and many, many more. And you can also set up uh, Squarespace Commerce. So you can have a, a shop that you can sell things like physical or digital goods. Maybe you make pen cases. I don't know, like Talk Co or something. <laughs> you can sell those in just a few minutes if you want to do that. I've mentioned this many times, but I feel like I need to iterate it again and again and again because I think it's so important. Squarespace is really easy to use, but if you have any problems, they have an incredible support team that are ready. There aren't many products where you can set up a website and then have a 24-7 support team there. Well, Squarespace will give you that. They have a whole team of employees, over 70 at the moment, dedicated to customer support. And they're all based in New York City. They're available for live chat during the week, which is really cool for me. Live chat is the way that I always want to interact with customer service reps. But they also have super fast email support throughout the day and night. And they also are really active on Twitter too. So if you have any problems, they're there for you. If you've got any questions, they're there for you. As I said earlier, you can try out Squarespace for free. There's no credit card required to do this. And if you decide to purchase, it starts at just $8 a month. And this also includes a free domain name if you sign up for a year. Make sure that you get 10% off and support this show by using the offer code TALLYHO3. It's T-A-L-L-Y-H-O and the number three. Thanks so much to Squarespace for the support of 5x5 and the Pen Addict. So that reminds me, I was asked to give a NotCo shipping update. Um... And we're down to like, I say less than 400 orders left to ship um, with about 100 and something going out today. So we're getting there. Um, I sh- shipped a bunch today. A bunch of people got um, shipping notifications actually right before the podcast. Um, the end's in we'll sight, have, man. The end is in sight. I know. Then we'll have some more uh, going out um, Thursday have a big batch going out on Thursday so look for some more shipping notifications and then by that point we should be at around I don't know under 400 probably 300 and something orders left to ship so not too much longer but we're getting there we are getting it one one more bit of follow up real quick um, before we get into these new field notes um, we talked about the retro 51 tornado touch last week and how much we enjoyed that pen and I didn't realize it till I was doing the written review, which I did on my blog on Monday. And Retro 51 had actually done a video on how to change the refill. And I didn't notice this when I was taking my pen apart. And now looking back to the pictures, it's actually easily apparent. But the refill that screws into the back of the Retro 51 Tornado Touch, I thought was all one unit. Like it was one long refill with the screw-in bit at the end. But what it actually is, is it takes a D1 refill insert, which is kind of a big deal because there's so many D1 refill options on the market. Um, The one that it comes with, the Schmidt, is excellent. I love that refill. But now that I know I can just pull that refill out from its... um, little extension and use any d1 refill that really changes the game 
um, you can use all kinds of different refills. Like I always talk about the Charbro X gel refills that I like to use. Um, you can use Jetstream refills in these. They make a Jetstream D1. Um, there's there's all kinds of different D1 style refills. For those of you who like this tornado touch idea and the small um, pocketable tornado, you can actually switch out this refill much, much easier than I thought when we first uh, talked about it on the podcast. You forgot something. What? Pen blog of the week. Pen blog of the week. Oh, it's sitting there on my uh, on my notes, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Pen blog of the week. Pen blog of the week. All right. This is a this is a hide your wallets pen blog of the week <laughs> because I've been following Lee Reyes as long as I've been doing my blog. Um, she has been out there doing just awesome pen reviews, artwork ink reviews, photography, every pretty much everything that Lee does, I'm a fan of. She's an amazing blogger, um, an amazing photographer, amazing writer. Um, she's got, I want to say, a handful of Nakayas. Uh, if you scroll back through her, uh, in, somewhere between five and ten, I'm guessing. Oh, man, what? Um, yeah. <laughs> if you scroll back through her blog, She's taken pictures of all of them and reviewed all of them. Um, she also did a great thing, um, you know, back um, during the hurricane relief efforts to the uh, um, the the typhoon Haiyan uh, Philippine hurricane. Um, she did a huge auction that ran on her site forever uh, with all the proceeds going to the relief efforts because um, um, that's where she's based um, in that area of the world. So. If you haven't heard, most most people who follow me have probably heard of Lee Reyes and have followed her blog. But if you haven't, this is something where you could just take the time and sift through the archives. And pretty much every post she does, you will learn something and your mind will be blown at just the uh, the visual greatness that she, uh, she puts on the page. So uh, thank you, Lee, for being awesome and uh, Definitely, definitely check this blog out. And like I said, Hydro Wallets because she's got some stuff on here that's just uh, off the charts amazing. So, so I'm glad you said that, Mike, because I really wanted to talk about that blog. Yeah. <laughs> so did for. I cover? Did I cover the Retro 51 Touch? Uh, did I did I get everything? So will, will you switch out to a different D1 refill, mm. or uh, are you sticking with the Schmidt? It's fine for me. Yeah, it's a really good refill. I, I was. That was one of the things that um, really kind of uh, hooked me on that pin was that refill was was pretty darn good. All right. News of the week. It's kind of a big deal. Yeah. The new field notes. This is It's always a big deal. It's always a big deal. But this is a big, big deal. This one's a big, big deal. It's like a forest side. I don't know, just <laughs> bad puns now. It's called the Shelterwood Edition. And in case you're living under a rock, um, you're well aware of what this is. And just in general, what Field Notes has done for this color's release, I'm going to fail at totally describing this, but basically what they've done is the covers of the Field Notes are made out of wood. Yeah. So what they've done is, and you have to watch the video to appreciate this. so good. Yeah, the video is amazing. Oh, to under- God, understand how they came about this and how they actually... This is easily the most technically advanced 
field notes they've done. I had a very quick exchange uh, with Jim Kudal. Mm-hmm. We just exchanged a couple of messages, as I do every time now that the new field notes comes out. I just, you know, con- I feel like I have to personally congratulate him. <laughs> he said this. He said it was really, really hard to do, like, but it was well worth the effort. I f- I feel like I don't know this. I feel like they've been working on this for longer than just the gap between editions. Like I there's, feel like this is one you've, that they've been trying to do for a while. There is no way that they completed this between no. Cold Horizons and this. I mean, this is like a six-month or more project, I would imagine. It's insane. Um, so what they've done is they, they found this wood, this American cherry wood, and it's sliced so thin. It You have to watch the video to get a, a grasp of what they accomplished here. They sliced it so thin it's able to be used as – it's able to be glued to – it's glued to a, a paper like cover stock on the inside, but the exterior is the thinnest sheet of cherry wood, and it's yeah, bound craft. to the craft it's, paper. It's, yeah, it's bound to craft, yeah. To yeah, standard. the craft paper covers. Um, but it what's funny is it doesn't feel much thicker than – you know, a standard cover. It obviously is. And you can you can hear me flicking it there. And so you can here's, hear the wood. I don't have mine yet. They'll be here before next week, but that's not the point. Question number one. What yeah. happens if you bend it? The book. Um, nothing really. They're stiffer than any other field notes, just in general. But you know, I can curl it back, you know, right. and touch the uh touch the right touch the the right side to the binding, you know, no problem at all. And it bounces back. Um it keeps a little bit of curvature in it so like if you keep it in your back pocket i imagine it's going to mold yeah um, i've heard that these more. ones they they kind of keep that like, yep but, and, you know and also if you're not using them like if you just unpackage them and unband them they kind of pop open does that make sense yeah. like they don't sit flat closed i think just the the wood is something about them um the way it's made, it doesn't allow it necessarily to lay flat. But obviously, when you press something on it, it does. And sure. you know, just when you hold it, it 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 stays closed. But um, when they're sitting there individually, they kind of the covers pop open, um, if you will. I don't know a good way to describe that. Um, it it's crazy, it because it to- it totally feels like wood because it is wood, and you see all the um um. What's the what's the word I'm looking looking for? All the lines in the wood. What's grain. that word? Yes, all the wood grain. Like each book is different, right? All the grain um, waves just look. Each book is its own individual design, if you will. And then how they put the field notes stamping on there. It's like it's integrated straight into the wood. It's it doesn't feel like it's going to scrape off or anything like that, which is a, an impressive feat in itself. They must have used some kind of special ink for that. Um, and it's also got um, they use the American America is beautiful paper. Yeah, that heavier weight paper on um, soft white with the green green lined. Um, yeah, so it's Finch Fine Soft White 70-pound tech stock, the same beefy stock you loved in our America, the beautiful edition, ruled in maidenhair green and bound together with three sturdy gold staples. So, so like I was saying in the very beginning, this is 
technically, this has to be the hardest edition that they've ever put out. I, I can't even think of one that's close. That would be half as difficult as this to put out. And what do you, um, what what do you what do you, what's your thinking? What do you like them? This is one of my least favorite editions they've ever released. Oh. I will I will never use this book. Why? <laughs> you just wanted me to jump to the chase, didn't you? you yeah. Couldn't, couldn't stand it anymore. Um, I actually wouldn't even opened it if we weren't doing this podcast. Um, so a few things. Where to begin? It's not visually appealing to me. Okay, so, okay, point one, Brad's crazy. Carry on. Mm-hmm. It's, I'm very old school field notes. I like my solid colors and my basic prints and simple grids and things like that and variations within. Now, that's not Field Notes' fault. I mean, they have to do this. I mean, they're not making notebooks for me. They're making notebooks for everybody. But, you know, the proof in the pudding for me is if I line up 10 editions across the table here, which one am I going to pick up and use? I'm going to pick up America is Beautiful before I pick up this edition to use. And I wasn't a fan of America, um, America the Beautiful edition. Yeah. And I've come to respect that edition more after this edition. Um, I seem to be, from everything I'm reading, like so far in the minority, it's not even close. Like the amount of praise I've seen heaped on this edition is more than I've seen on maybe every other edition combined. Yeah. Maybe outside of Night Sky. Night Sky people went nuts over. Um. But for me personally, it's it's not going to be one that I use, so therefore it's not one of my favorites. Like I'll use – you name it. I'll use almost any edition ahead of using this. I'm just not interested. The wood thing doesn't speak to me personally. Um, like I said, it doesn't mean it's not off the charts amazing. It's Like I said, it's easily the most impressive – it might be – it's the most impressive edition they've ever done. Um, also the largest and the largest and it's not even close 75,000 they almost ought to not put limited edition in here they just should say edition of 75,000 yeah. you start losing that uh, whole uh, limited cachet when the numbers are 75,000 well, no, I, I don't know if I and this should be in this should like joking I don't know if I agree with that yeah I mean I know I, I can understand that but it's I limited imagine, because they'll make it once right I agree I agree but I imagine it's that large because I don't understand how they can do this for the cost that they provide these. Yeah. So I imagine that has that went into the addition size. They have to make such a huge addition run just because this has to be cost prohibitive, um, which is a huge um, compliment to Field Notes that they are able to do this for that price. But for me personally. I will never, I won't say never, um, but I, I don't see me ever writing in one of these books just because I'm not interested in it. I'd rather write and drink local. Um, I wasn't a fan of Cold Horizons at all, but I would totally grab my Cold Horizons before using one of these. Um, um, Brad, you've surprised me so much. 
<laughs> Seriously, I I'm very genuinely very very surprised about that. Let me let me ask you a question. Yeah. And maybe it's fair, maybe it's an unfair question. So, in a world where where field notes doesn't exist, okay? Mm-hmm. And you write, you write in journals, you use paper, you know, you use different types of journals and you're out. You're out, you need a new journal. You walk into the store, your station, your local stationery store, and you see a whole shelf full of journals. You got your black journals, blue journals, graph paper, dot paper, whatever. And then all the way, then on the shelf, you see, oh my God, there's a journal with a wood cover. Is that the one you're picking up? I don't know. I don't know. I don't, uh, maybe um, I might look at it and think that looks cool. I probably wouldn't buy it. And I'll tell you the reason that I think it's different for Field Notes. One, I know that I love the product, right? Mm-hmm. Two, I watch the video, see what mm-hmm. goes into that production. Um, I don't know. Maybe not. But, so I haven't got mine yet. Mm-hmm. However, from a design perspective, I think it may be one of my favorites. Um, the way they look. I mean, obviously, mm-hmm. every single one's different so because of the wood grain. But the idea of a wood, just I think it looks really, really nice to me. I appreciate the technical. Um, I tell you why I think that all around it's going to be my favorite edition. Now it's hard to say without actually having them, but I really love the way it looks, and it has that paper. Yeah, that paper, really and the way that this looks, I I honestly feel like it will be my favorite Field Notes edition. Now let me tell you what I done. So came out, I'm a color subscriber. I was like, okay, here it goes. I've been waiting for it. Video. I looked at them. I looked at the images. Like, oh my god, that's amazing. Watched the video. Oh my god, it's amazing. When I bought another pack, mm-hmm. instantly bought another pack. Got on the rest of my day. Um, <laughs> later on in the evening, I was reading the page, saw the paper, bought another two packs. <laughs> <laughs> so I will have five, five, uh, three packs mm-hmm. of this. I know I'm going to love this edition like because the things that people are saying that are the downsides, which is that they don't close as much, is not an issue for me. It won't bother me. Yeah, It's just not going to be a problem. The combination of the way this looks, the technical achievement and the respect I and appreciation I have for that and that paper, I know that this is going to be a massive, massive one for me because I, would, I know that Cold Horizon would have been one of my top, but something weird happened with the paper. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think it might have been the colouring. But the way they look, I love the way they look, but I just don't really like using it. Yeah, see, okay. With Cold Horizons, you know what would be a perfect addition for me? And maybe this this is one of those, uh, you know, get off my lawn moments because <laughs> I'm old and stuck in my ways or something like that. But the Cold Horizons edition, instead of making that edition, you know what would have been my my perfect edition, and I would have bought 10 three-packs of them, is if they took that same blue color and just did like a solid turquoise, like one of the lighter blue shades that they used, a white Field Notes um, you know, logo on the front, white print, and then just had a grid with the same turquoise um, graph lines in there. That would have been that's like my ultimate edition. So I don't need the fancy schmancy edition. You're right? not gonna get what you want, Brad. Because I know, but I think there's some I think there's some field notes I think there's sure. some field notes fever blindness, 
going on with I this I feel edition. like there's an expectation now that they have to create something that is visually or per, from a production perspective striking. And so they have to, to con- continue to one-up themselves now. Yeah. Which I, as a purchaser, a devout fanatical purchaser, love. Because I get out of it what I consider to be an incredible, unique product. Mm-hmm. And in all honesty, buddy, if they were selling these as one-offs, probably wouldn't care so much. Because I subscribe, sight unseen, I kind of want a special product. If I just mm-hmm. had a... I I think that you may not be a color subscriber if you got a single block color every three months. No, I I agree with that. And like I said, the technical part of it and the design part of it, this this run will get more press than any other run ever. I mean, for a lot of reasons. Number one, they're bigger than they field notes is bigger than they've ever been. But to the technical achievement and the design achievement that they did for this, it may go down as one of the greatest product designs of all time. It doesn't mean I'm going to use it. I will never use this book. I'm I just so won't. so surprised that we have we have come to a head on this. Seriously, I'm genuinely very surprised. I had absolutely no idea that was what you were going to say. Mm-hmm. I thought that we were going to like run off skipping hand in hand towards episode 100, <laughs> waving around our shelter wood <laughs> together, hopping through shelter wood on yeah. our way. <laughs> I, I don't know what to say. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely in the minority on this one, but the the way I look at it is, I, you know, I have stacks of field notes. There's a dozen, if not more. There, this is the 22nd release. There's probably 15 of them I would pick up to use before this one, just off the top of my head, easily. And it's not, I mean, not close. So that doesn't mean, you know, but on the, if I was ranking them by design scale and beautifulness, this one might be number one. Yeah. Functionality, functionality for me, it's at the bottom. And that's what it's about for me. I, you know, for the functionality aspect, I'm not going to use this book. Um, I'm not crazy about the cover stiffness. Um, I'm obviously don't, I'm not a fan of lined paper. Um, you know, I, I, I don't know what to say. I, if I, it will be a long time before I put the first spot of ink in one of these books, just because I'm going to pick something else ahead of it because I'll enjoy it more than I will enjoy this edition. Our listeners are really, really lucky that next week's episode 100, Mm -hmm. because otherwise the podcast would be over forever. Well, we'll see when you get them. I'm sure you're going to love them. I mean, you you know what? You ordered five packs of these. I ordered five packs of the Night Sky Edition. Yeah, I wish I you had know? more of those. I ordered five packs of the Drink Local Edition. Yeah, I ordered I ordered some extra Drink Local. I ordered like another pack of each, like one ales, one. Um, yep. And I'm happy I did that. I really wish I got more Night Sky. Yep. I, 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 ordered, I ordered no extra Cold Horizon and I ordered no extra Shelterwood. I really wish so, I had more of those nights, guy. They've got to be available somewhere, right? I would imagine. It was a it was a decent size run. It was at least twenty five thousand, if not forty. I don't know. Let me see if one of they these just went so they just went so fast. Someone will have them somewhere. 
see if one of these UK suppliers has them. I'll order a couple of packs. But now I'm anxious for you to get yours in. I'm sure you're going to love them. Everyone else has. The, one of the coolest things I've seen about these editions is the way the covers are. They're much more acceptable to ink than a lot of the other covers than just like, you know, like standard craft you know, really accepts ink. So I've seen a lot of people drawing on these covers. I've already seen someone stain the wood on these covers. So it's pretty cool how people are using them. And, you know, I'm not knocking that at all. I'm just saying for me, if I'm reaching for a field notes notebook to go in my back pocket, it's not going to be this one. And that's okay. I'm good with it. Well, you say it's okay. It's okay I, for me. I, I don't think it's okay. I think it's a disgrace. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just. You want me to lie to you, Mike? Yeah. <laughs> I think I'll prefer I that at this point. You know, I don't do that. You just generally surprise me. I'm a surprising individual. You are, aren't you? You're, you're an enigma. I can't find any nights, guy. What's happening here? Come on, guys. Help me out. <laughs> All right, someone help out Mike with some night sky editions. Tell him where he can buy them. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. Amazon. No, I'm paying 25 pounds. That's not even <laughs> night sky that they're showing. That's a lot. Yeah, there's a lot. Anyway. That's my thoughts. I, I, don't, I don't know what else to tell you, buddy. Except that I keep wanting to call them Sherwood Edition instead of Shelterwood. Like Sherwood Forest? Yep. Okay. Yeah, it's fine. It's wrong, like your opinions, but... Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, lo- I love that. Your opinions are wrong. They are. They are. They are. <laughs> I, got, I got one of those emails this week. It was awesome. I've worked with you for long enough now to know that, that your opinions are wrong. Mm-hmm. It's just a... Sorry to break the bubble, everyone, but, but Brad yeah. Dowdy's very rarely right about anything. <laughs> I'm going to leave you alone now. All right. You're, yes, of course, take- you're, of course, you're entitled to your own opinion. And, and, and I love that. I, do you know one of the things I love about you is that you are, and you are very opinionated, and it makes this show so interesting... Because if me and you did just sit here and spoke about how much we loved this edition, I don't know if it would be that exciting to, for people to listen to. So, yeah. So, like, drink locals in stock in a bunch of places. Night Sky, not so much. I think you were right. Mm-hmm. Should have mm-hmm. got on top of that. So now I'm just never going to be able to use one of them. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. such is life thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the pen addict podcast if you'd like to catch the show notes for today's episode go to 5x5.tv slash pen addict slash 99 that's where you're going to find everything you need if you want to follow brad on twitter he is at dowdyism d-o-w-d-y-i-s-m i am i mike i-m-y-k-e and brad also writes at penaddict.com next week Ladies and gentlemen of the Pen Podcast listening community, we will embark on the 100th episode of this fine show. Some say it could never be done, and we have done 100 episodes, and we have a, a mega community, and I don't want to spoil probably the, the tears that I will drop all over my desk next week as I talk about how much I love you all. But we will be back for episode 100. It's going to be massive. We've me and Brad will obviously have a bunch of things that we want to say, and you know it's going to be one. It's going to be one of those episodes. Basically, if you're starting at episode 100, I don't know how much you're going to get out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, 
we are making something happen, which will be for the listeners, uh, for the for the fans, the real pen addict fans. And I won't say any more than that. We've we've teased you enough. Next week's show all will be unveiled. Until then, thank you so much for listening. Say goodbye until next time, Bradley. Goodbye until next time, Bradley, with no E. <laughs> See you later. Bye.